Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible and we're continuing today working our way through Matthew's Gospel and we've got to the part of the story where Jesus is baptised by John the Baptist. Now this is a part of the story that I've always found a bit difficult, you know, the question I've always had in my mind is why did Jesus need to be baptised by John the Baptist? You know, because John, as, as we saw in the previous video, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness for sins. So why is it that Jesus needed to be baptised by John? Because Jesus never sinned. You know, that's the thing, that why did Jesus need to be baptised when he didn't sin? What was going on there? And that's the question that we're going to be thinking about as we think about this passage from Matthew about Jesus being baptised by John the Baptist. Now, as this is just a short passage, I'm going to read it out. But if you'd like to read it for yourself, um, I'll put a link to it and you can read it in um, Bible Gateway or whatever. But I'm just going to read it out now as it's just a short passage. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptised by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptised by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfil all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptised, he went up out of the water. At that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending, uh, descending like a dove, and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So what is going on here? And we saw how John came, uh, in, this is in the last video, John came and he was preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. You know, he was like, it's like getting people ready, saying, you know, God is coming. You need to be ready. Your lives need to be prepared because God is holy. And you need to make sure that you, you turn your lives around. You're not just continuing in your old sinful ways uh, in order for God to come, uh, for his holiness to dwell among us. And so then Jesus comes and the moment uh, comes that John actually meets the one whom he's preparing the way for. Jesus comes from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptised by, by John. So he comes with that purpose and John says, listen, uh, I need to be baptised by you and, and do you come to me? You know, John's thinking, why on earth does Jesus need to be baptised? Because I'm the sinful one, you know, I need to be baptised by Jesus, not me baptise you. But Jesus replies, look, let it be so now. It, it is proper for us. It's sort of, it's fitting that this should happen. And the reason that he gives is to fulfil all righteousness. Now that's a, a funny little expression there. What do you think that means to fulfil all righteousness? Very often in Matthew and in fact throughout the, the New Testament the, the, the language of fulfilling is about fulfilling the Old Testament and about fulfilling kind of the prophecies about Jesus being finding their fulfilment in him. So uh, Jesus was prophesied in the Old Testament that finds its fulfilment in him in his life his death his resurrection and, and so on. Now what is being fulfilled here? Well one of the things I think that's being fulfilled here is the fact that Jesus had to be as it says in Isaiah chapter 53 numbered among the transgressors. Now Jesus had to become one of us in order to cleanse us. Now that, that doesn't mean 
that Jesus had to take on, uh, that Jesus had to be sinful, but rather Jesus had to, uh, in order to be, to cleanse sinners, Jesus had to be made like us in order to cleanse us. Now, if you want to watch a video which is about this particular topic, you know, why Jesus had to come as a man, then I did a video on the book of Hebrews uh, chapter two, I think, fairly recently, and I'll put the link up. You can go and watch that if you like. But it's really important that Jesus had to be made man because he only could be the one, the bridge, if you like, between God and man. Not only a man could bear the punishment for sin, but only God could live a perfect sinless life who could therefore uh, bring us to God. And only Jesus fitted those two things. He only could be fully God and fully man and could bring, if you like, those two things together so that we ourselves could be cleansed from sin and brought to God. Only Jesus could do that. Only he was the son of God who took on human flesh. And so this is why it was fitting for him to be baptised by John, because it was that, I think, the symbolic thing of being obedient to God, of being made human, of being numbered even among those who were transgressors. Even though Jesus is the one who never sinned, he was the one who purifies from sin. I think it says something that Jesus was numbered with us. He took on our sin on the cross and that's why he was baptised by John. It's that association with us. Although he never sinned himself, he was punished for our sin. And I think it's fitting, isn't it, that Jesus, the one who cleanses from sin, received that baptism from John and all of the other people who benefited from that, uh, that his cleansing are kind of also baptised. So it, it, it's that association with sinners, I think, is the, the big important thing that comes over with this. And so after Jesus is baptised and John consented, it says, and he, he was finally baptised and he came up out, uh, comes up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened. He saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So this is a really significant moment. And it's interesting that you've got all of the three members of the Trinity involved in this. You've got the Father, the voice coming from heaven. You've got the Son as Jesus comes up out of the water. And you've got the Holy Spirit uh, descending on him like a dove. And it's interesting actually that the Holy Spirit is predicted as well in the book of Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah talks about how God's servant, the Spirit of God, will be on him and it will enable him to accomplish what he needs to accomplish. And that's what it says about Jesus, that the Spirit of God was upon him. And really important thing that as Jesus was obedient to the Father, God sends the Spirit upon him and enables him to fulfill what uh, God had called him to do. A symbolic thing, but uh, a really important thing. And God says, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. And you think about that for a second, think who else could God say that to? Now God couldn't say that to any of us. Because of our sin, God cannot be, be pleased with us. God is not pleased with us intrinsically because of our sin, that we need the cleansing that Jesus can offer. But Jesus is the one whom God is well pleased with. Jesus is the one who lived the perfect life, the perfectly obedient life to God, 
which we could never live. And just think about that for a moment and think that when we come to Christ, what happens is that we give our sin to Jesus and he gives his righteousness to us. And think about what God says here about Jesus and think about although we're not worthy for this to be true of us in ourselves, actually when we come to Christ, when we're united to Christ, that this is what God can say to us as well. With you I am well pleased. Isn't that a wonderful thing to think that actually in Jesus Christ this can be true of us as well and we can please God, we can work and do good things for him as we're transformed by the Holy Spirit working in us. You know, the same Holy Spirit that rested upon Jesus is also available to us. And I just think this is a wonderful way of thinking that, you know, following Jesus means that he's paid the price for sin and now we can live his risen life by faith. You know that I've been crucified with Christ and the life I live in the body, uh, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. That's what Paul says in, in Galatians chapter 2. A wonderful thing that actually we can have this be true of us by faith. That's the encouraging thing about this, that Jesus was numbered with the transgressors in order that we might live a new risen life, that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. And we might do that more and more day by day, put to death our old selves with its sin, with its corruption, and live in, in the right ways, live in God's ways, live a life of love, love to God, love to others, and uh, we might please God and that he might be pleased with us. I think that's such a wonderful and comforting thought, actually, uh, to, to end with. So I hope that you've enjoyed this video about Matthew's Gospel. As I said, I'm working through Matthew at the moment. So if you'd like to see the other videos in the series, then there is a playlist and you can go and have a look at that and see the other videos, work your way through them if you're interested. But other than that, uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this video. Thank you very much for watching. Please do see the rest of the channel if there are any other uh, videos that you might be interested in and uh, look at the website and the link for that will be at the end. Uh, all the uh, links and things will be down below in the description as well. So thanks very much for watching everyone and God bless.